Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Taz Moose, a Friday morning. Good Friday to one and all on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. That's the difference. Rocky Mortgage, push button. Get Mortgage and CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car. What is that smell in here? I smell almost like rancid food. Good morning. Uh, Do you smell it? You don't smell it? No. Smells like... um, Well, the garbage is right behind you. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That could be what I smell. I mean, that's... That could be it, no? Yeah. No, well, I do to the not. Show, but everybody, you yeah. have you have uh, like Superman nostrils I compared do. to me. Yeah, so especially in the morning, I don't smell half the stuff that you do. Yeah, I don't know. I, whatever, it's all good. I it's don't fine. pick up on that. But maybe it's trash. It maybe. could be. Mike, can you take the trash out of the bed, no. uh, room, please? I'll right. go in there and smell it. Well, thank you. I'll give another perspective. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. It's trash. Fine. You don't mean nothing bothers me. I just battle through. You know, that's how I am. Uh, we got NFL picks coming your way as we wrapped up last hour uh, with our college selections. Uh, we got NFL picks coming your way later on this hour, uh, Taz. And the return of a Taz and the Moose favorite as well. Are we going to say who it is now? Or you no, I don't think so. Keep it kidding. Not P.K.S. No. Who's no, just P- not the P.K.S. P- P- no. P.K.S. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, not the great guess. No, yeah, we, we, we'll just leave it as a hook. Yes. It's been a while, but it apparently this guy's back. Triumphant return. Look forward to it. Can I give the people a hint? Whatever you'd like, sure. Nah, it's probably not the right thing to do. Okay. Well, because I'll tell you later. I'll tell you on the air. Well, because he's this person. now nah, because I'm a spoiler then. I can't. I can't All right. See, that's more of the hook. See, I just I, no, I know. Well done. Yeah, I'm very clever. Nice very job. Clever. Here we yeah. go, the three. Uh. <laughs> it is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. The Eagles' defense steals late win in Green Bay. Oh, they do. I mean, they absolutely do, does the Philadelphia Eagles. Packers led that Thursday night game. Finally, folks, you can stand up, applaud, and celebrate. We got an entertaining Thursday night game, Taz. I mean, for the first time in a while, uh, we've got back and forth on the product. Last night was a good one. Eagles desperate for a win. You could say it's a season-saving victory as they're now a 2-2 two and two team after the 34-27 victory last night. The Packers are now 3-1. and one. Green Bay had every opportunity to win it. Leading 10-0. You can get to the play calling of LaFleur as well. All they did was throw it. Rodgers threw, threw for over 400 yards, but also threw the ball 53 times. They, uh, the Eagles were a more well-balanced offensive team. And that Eagle team, there were, let's see, six... Nine, nine plays. The last two Packer drives ended uh, with plays inside the Eagles' 10-yard line, right? So down seven, they drive all the way down to the Eagles' one. They had six opportunities. Two from the six, four from the one. Did not get in on any of them. Eagles get the ball back. Packers then get the ball after stopping the Eagles on a punt, right? Yeah. Now the Packers drive all the way down. 
And what was it? Third and goal opportunity, Taz, where where Rogers get the uh, ball gets tipped on the slant. Yeah, it was a, it was a crossing pattern right. with um, with uh, a guy that I call now MV, MVS Marquez Valdez Scandling and Darius Shepard, a rookie. They have a little crossing pattern on a route, and then what happens is a, a, a hard slant, a hard throw, a slant to um, a throw from Rogers. I'm drawing a blank on his name. And the two cornerbacks from the Eagles made two, just a great play because they didn't bite. They didn't bite on on the rookie Shepard, who was wide open in the corner of the end zone. And they both doubled up real quick on on Valdez Scanling, and it was Malcolm Jenkins and Craig James who did that. Tipped up, boom. Bradham gets the ball, the linebacker, middle linebacker for the Eagles interception. That's what happened right there. That is, it yeah. was second and goal, not third and goal. My bad. I thought okay. And but what I was saying earlier, Moose, was that. I mean, again, it's armchair quarterbacking at its blatant best. But, man, I, I felt for Rodgers because when he watches this tape back, which you probably watched it already, he's probably kicking himself in the rear end because if he would have waited just another teeny second, his goal was to hit Valdez Scanley. He was not even thinking about Darius Shepard, who was, I'm telling you, wide open. No, it was wide open. Wide open. Wide open, uh, breaking toward the right pylon. Co- correct. That's um, exactly right. He was absolutely wide open. Now, Rodgers last night, Taz, 5 of 16 in the red zone, two touchdowns and a pick. They had so many opportunities. We mentioned earlier on, we kicked off the program uh, talking about this a couple hours ago, Taz. You know, if you're LaFleur, you have a first and goal at the one-yard line on your second-to-last possession you throw the ball on four occasions. How at one point in time do you not try and run it and yeah. stuff it in there? Um, being that opportunity, uh, you know, having that kind of opportunity, Eagle defensive line that struggled a little bit, Taz. You mean to tell me you can't gain a one yard with Aaron Jones running it? You gave up on the run. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was your leading rusher in the yeah. game. You know, people are going to criticize LaFleur here, and we all know that the Eagles secondary with Taz was all banged up, but sometimes you can get too cute. You know, there is a place for running the football. Last night, there were so many opportunities for Green Bay to do it, and all they did was throw and throw yeah. and throw and throw some more. I, I know. It was a bad, bad look, especially as you pointed out. Aaron Rodgers was the leading rusher, like you said. Uh, he had 46 yards with five attempts rushing. So, I mean, he's 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 an he's pretty athletic for a guy his age, and 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 run a I don't care, run a quarterback sneak, run 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 a quarterback draw something. Just it's a yard, yes. and, and even if it's a long yard, you know he's six three, six four. However, he's a big guy. I mean, and you got a you got a stout offensive line there to, for the Green Bay Packers who played well all night. They did, you they know? did. Um, so. Uh, a disappointing loss for the Packers, Taz, but don't want to take away anything away from the Eagles. They need to win that game, Taz. They were right. desperate. Right. They need to get themselves to 500. They did by hook or by crook. There's still injuries on that team and that secondary to be concerned about. Jordan Howard had three touchdowns, Taz. He was an absolute stud last night. They got Alshon Jeffrey back. He made some big plays, too. He had yeah. a touchdown reception. Went through for well under 200 yards in the game. But the Eagles ran for over 170 yards as a team. So very, very balanced offensively. And uh, that's a hell of a road victory. Short week, on the road, you're the visiting team, one and two, staring at your seasons dead in the eye, and you find a way to win it and beat Aaron Rodgers down 10 nothing early in that game in Lambeau Field. That's a hell of a win for the Eagles. A massive win for the Eagles, for sure, who are now two and two. And as you said, playing there in Lambeau Field, you know, Packers home. The Packers led in first downs. The Packers led in time possessions. The Packers had a plethora of opportunities, but yet that Eagles team, that Eagles defense, 
uh, stood up. And like you mentioned, you broke down a lot of the offensive guys for the Eagles, and that played well. Ertz, also, Ertz the tight end, was clutch in a lot of different situations. He had about seven or eight catches, played really well. Uh, played with a lot of fight and vigor too in that game. He played. Hard. He plays hard. I like Ertz. You know, he's a really good tight good player. end. He is. Anyway, it was a big win. Big win for the Eagles. And this is something that maybe you know, a win like this now maybe gets you locked in and gets you on track a little bit here. You know, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, it, it, you know, a big road win. Now you have a very winnable game next week as you're playing the Jets at home. Yes. So that's a great opportunity there for, for you know, for them to really get rock and rolling if you are the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. It is. It might be a Jet team that does have their star quarterback, Sam maybe. Darnold, back. Uh, but still, a Jet team that's got a, a number of issues. But a great Thursday night win for the city and for the team, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two. Jalen Ramsey's trade request still stands. Yeah, so Jalen Ramsey flew earlier in the week, right? Then back injury. Now he's on paternity leave with Jacksonville, right? His girlfriend, girlfriend, not wife, right? Girlfriend, it's not, well, it's either his girlfriend or his fiance. I, I, I saw two different uh, things. Yeah. I don't, it's not, they're not married, though. They're right, married. so he's, she's getting set to give birth. So he's away from the football team. His trade demand still stands, Taz. They've not been able to rectify it or pacify it, whatever it might be. He talked about disrespect. He said there's no hate for the organization. He just talked about it being felt, feeling disrespected. So emotions run high for Jalen Ramsey. You and I both want him to remain with the Jaguars, and we're both in agreement. I thought at this stage, this would be more of a non-story than a continued story. I thought they would have come to some sort of a common ground here between Ramsey and the Jaguars, and that's not the case. Definitely, especially after the victory last Thursday night. You know, I, I, that was a nice win for them, for the Jags. And I even said it on last week's program, I felt like, you know, once you win, things change. Maybe J- Jalen Ramsey has a good game, which she did. You know, all that stuff happened. And, you, you, you know, you beat the Titans at home and everybody sees it. It was a big deal and for them. I, I thought that would chill things out, and it, it hasn't. It just seems like it's just just keeps on going. I mean, um, so, I, like like you, I, I'd, I'd love to see him stay with the Jaguars. And the Jaguars have been patient. And there's been a lot of uh, scuttlebutt as we're live on the morning in the morning here uh, uh, that the, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Jaguars more or less had a deal for one and a two from the Eagles for the Jags and the, the Jags definitely could use a, a D back as you saw they were a little bust up yesterday their defensive backfield a guy like Ramsey on 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 the Eagles I think would you know, really help the Eagles but no doubt I don't know man we were talking about this earlier I, don't, I got a feeling that's not happening I think the Jaguars are a little too sharp for that. Uh, they're not going to get a high pick to the point no, you made earlier. Yeah, right. Uh, well, they're not going to get maybe the, the value. Well, right. The Eagles are a good team. So you look at it, even if they get a first-round pick, it's going to be that's in the 20s. That's, that's, uh, that's it's not going to be a top-10 yeah. selection. So, uh, Taz, but I'm getting more of a feel that he's going to push the envelope even more to get out of Jacksonville. I'm starting to think that too. I mean, mean, if you had to lean one way or another right now, and and you know, this week is what it is. I'm talking about moving forward. He wants to go. The October, the NFL trade deadline is not until what mid mid, late October, I believe. uh, Taz, so you've got a little bit of time here, Uh, but I'm getting a sense that at some point the Jaguars are going to move because he wants to go so bad. Unless unless they pay him. Now, Taz, they could do that, 
unless they pay them, uh, you know, and you know, they come to him and say, yeah, listen, you feel disrespected. Let's go. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. We want to sign you to a contract extension. I mean, might that might help out the cause a little it, bit. It might. I, it might. But I don't know. I, I almost feel like Ramsey feels like he's going to get paid no matter where he goes. I mean. True. It, you know, so I, I don't know if it's that. I, I don't think the Jaguars are operating it. I know you're not saying this, but I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just saying. I don't think the Jags are looking to cheap out in any way, shape, or form with a guy like Ramsey. I think. It's, it's, I think this is more than money. I think it's more about, you know, he just doesn't make – it seems like he just doesn't want to be there for either it's something with Marone or if it's something with Coughlin. Who knows? It, his teammates seem to love him, and he loves his teammates. So I, it's not that. So, uh, you know, it's it, – I don't know. He, he basically said yesterday, I saw it, I think I saw it on the NFL, uh, NFL.com. Basically said, my trade request still stands. Yes. So, you know, there it is. October 29th, NFL trade deadline. So we got four weeks here to still uh, see what happens with Ramsey down in Jacksonville. Number three. Tony Romo shoots two under 70. Lowest PGA Tour score of his career. Now people would be like, well, who cares? Right? He's tied for 28th. Uh, he's playing out there in Napa Valley right. uh, at the Silverado Country Club and Resort North Course, by the way. They have a South Course as well, which has got to be equally beautiful. Yeah, I love to go the there and smoke a cigar and drink some scotch. There you go. The beautiful Redwoods. Um, and uh, so Romo shoots two under. So the impact is, is Romo we know is an avid golfer and we know he shoots a, a scratch and he's tried to make the U.S. Open, is that if Romo makes the cut today... CBS's Boomer Esiason will be in the booth in Chicago yeah. as the Vikings come to town uh, to do the game with Jim Nance. And Gio, otherwise known as Greg Giannotti, if right. that is his real name, will, will tag along with him like a little puppy because he is a Redskin fan. And you people, listen Greg to Giannotti. You people know Greg. You know Gio. He used to be the host here before Moose and I dominated the airways and he went over to WFAM, but I digress. So, yeah, so Boomer Esiason... I hope I'll tell you. I hope Romo does go and makes it makes it through the rain, and he does his thing. And then, and I'd love to hear Boomer and his buddy Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Uh, call some football, and it'd be great. It'd be great. Um, it really would. I'm a little disappointed, as I said earlier, and I said it yesterday, that Romo would kind of look at his regular job calling NFL games as like a. It's almost like that's not the priority. You know, yeah. that's a little bit of a disappointment. And I'm a big Romo fan, as you know. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Uh, well, his dream is, you know, the thing is he's got leverage, right? He does have leverage because they all love him. They, they love all him want him. They Fox, want him. Yeah. ESPN, CBS. I mentioned it yesterday. I was right. Madden, the high water mark for him was $8 million a year as an NFL analyst. Romo could get around that number. Remember uh, I told you how much I was golf all the time. I was glowing about Romo a year and a year or so ago here, a year and a half, and you were like, "Oh, he sucks! Oh, stop! You're ripping me!" And I told you, I'm not, you know, a huge, I'm not a big Romo guy. Yeah, but next to you know, see, you have to trust my instincts. The guy is the hottest commodity. He's allowed to go play golf no. and blow off his job. No, no, that was not my point, though. Yes, it was. You said that he stunk. No, I, I said, I, said really I, don't, I don't care for an analyst. I don't, it doesn't oh. does nothing for me. Tony Romo, I understand that you love him, and a lot of people love him. I got to be honest with you. I'm not watching a game because Tony Romo is doing the game. I know, but that's not – I could go on. I listen, this topic – You love him, I don't. No, no, it's not about Tony. Forget Tony. The analyst thing. Yeah. I, I don't understand how anybody could not sink their teeth into good analyzing of a sport with an ex – Legitimate athlete from that sport. That's what real. That's what you really. You're watching the, the game last night. 
Aikman's not bringing you some information that you didn't know as a former player, as an NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, that uh, kind of stuff is... So, A-Rod's calling a baseball game on ESPN. No, A-Rod does nothing for me. A-Rod well, well, makes... Sometimes he, no, A-Rod's a little underrated. He, he brings some insight. No, he does. He, he, we'll agree on A-Rod. I, I watch enough during the course of the week from guys breaking down games and watching some game film and stuff like that that I it doesn't... I don't really... I'm not going to necessarily pick up all that much from an analyst. Now, I, they could add something in terms of... Hold Entertainment. On. But there's a little different story we said. It's unfair, unless I misunderstood you. I might have misunderstood you. It's unfair to, to, to compare the way a color commentator in a booth during a live game breaks something down compared to someone in a studio. Because when you're in a studio, you have more time. When you're in the middle of the live action, you, you have to be succinct. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not comparing one or the other. I'm just saying I, I, I've studied up enough during the course of the week that there's nothing really that I'm going to all of a sudden learn on a Sunday that the analyst is going to tell me. Okay, well, not to be arrogant about it, but that's kind of the way it is. Uh, yeah, but what about what about the average Joe football fan? He's not sitting there in the studio at SNY or WFAN or CBS Sports Radio doing all the research on sports like you are. But I, no, you no, I, mean? I get it, but that's part of my job. But I never said that you can't enjoy Tony Romo or nobody can enjoy Tony Romo. I gave you my opinion on Tony Romo right, right. and analysts. No, I understand that. People can enjoy him. That's fine. Yeah, no, and no, he, no. and I, people do enjoy him. And I don't, I'm not knocking if you enjoy Tony Romo. Enjoy Tony Romo. Enjoy me, uh, Chris Collinsworth. Enjoy them all. Let me ask your opinion about something. So, like, yesterday, WWE, uh, they shuffled up their, their announced teams on Raw and SmackDown, right? For the, for the coming year, right? For, for this fall season in TV. Okay. So, they, they shuffled it up. So, they don't, like, on Raw, well, they have Jerry Lawler there, but I don't know, you know. Let's just, they, they have, like, a new kid there that's wrestled for a cup of coffee. And that's how quick he was in the business. And, and a play-by-play guy who's obviously never wrestled. So when you, like with that, if you're watching, let's just say it's wrestling or something like that, you compare that to the NBA. And the NBA, and there's a play-by-play guy who never played the sport. And then there's somebody else who is a younger guy who played basketball maybe one year in college but never made it to the NBA. So if they're calling the game together, you don't care if they're calling the game together or if it's a guy like Charles Barkley as opposed to that kid who never played in the NBA. Uh, I I don't think I don't think playing or being a star in the league equates to having a great understanding of the league. Yeah, I, we're gonna have to just seriously or being agree able, to disagree on that. That's fine. That or or just, being able to being able to uh, uh, hand down the information or explain the league. Um, I don't think you know. I think I don't think experience or being able to play it. I don't. I don't think you know. Ian Eagle is a tremendous play-by-play man. That has nothing to do with the NBA. Hang on, hang on. But you, there's a big difference. I'm not. <laughs> a What's play, the matter? Uh, I'm not explaining. Give me a chance. There, there, there's a big difference between a play-by-play guy and a color analyst. That there's two different roles. The For play, sure. The play. Uh, so Ian Eagle is a really bad example. Ian uh, Eagle's Joe Buck. Uh, you know, the, the, I'm, I'm, my point is, those are play, I'm talking about a color commentator slash color analyst, a guy or girl who's lived the game at the highest level. Uh, uh, to me, I mean, you, you watch all bigger sports, you watch CBS Sports TV, college football, it's all ex-coaches with a play-by-play guy in the studio. And or uh, when you're working at SMY, how many ex-Mets are in there with you? 
right? I mean, they're there for a reason. They're because they're giving their expertise as former players. No, I get it, but but some were more impactful in the majors than others. That doesn't matter. As long as they have a certain amount of time, in my opinion, as long as they have a certain amount of well, time no, in the no, game. You, no, you said you said in your example, you said a play-by-play voice with experience in the league. And no, then no. you also said a I, star. I didn't say play-by-play. So you keep, you, you're confusing that. I said oh, a color right, commentator. There's a big difference. No, you saw a star in the league as paired, compared to a guy that had a cup of coffee. I, I, I didn't say a star. I used Charles Barkley as the first thing that popped my head compared to a young kid. who. I, I didn't, I, you don't have to be a star. you got to have some legitimacy as a player in a pro league or I don't care if it's in the wrestling industry or if it's the NBA or the NHL or the NFL. A guy who has... A little bit long in the tooth, who knows what it's like to be a champion or almost be a champion, well, as opposed to someone the, who has got yeah, no everyone, experience. Well, I mean, everyone's, for the most part, everyone that's a color analyst at some point in time did something in regards to the sport. Usually, but lately, like, you have seen a, like, I don't, just on, in wrestling, it's been changing a little bit, which is a little perplexing. We're not talking about wrestling, I know that, but I'm saying. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't see the new broadcast rules in wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going off the NBA, NHL, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and NFL, and all those guys that are analysts that at some point played at one level or another. And some, it should be right. You're right. I mean, most most of the time, yes, you are correct. But I hope it doesn't. I I, I don't know. I guess because I'm just I I think the color analyst is vital for a TV broadcast in any pro sport. I think I just really believe in that, and I think that's why that's been the model. And we're looking at something in ESPN right now. You got whatever the guy with the beard talking, that guy Greenberg's, and you got four guys with him that all played in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that those guys are giving their professional opinion on things. That's why they belong there. So that's an I, analyst. No, I thought you were saying, like, you don't um, – you don't – I'm paraphrasing. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I might be a little bit, so bear with me. I, like, you're – like you don't when you watch the game, you don't really care about listening to the, the announcing or the color commentator. No, no, I, I think they have a role, and a, a job to play. I don't get caught up like it. Like I, I, I've said it before, I don't really get caught up in uh, in who's doing the game. It's not, yeah. it's not a, a a great difference maker for me. At one point in time, when I was younger, I uh, I probably did. I love Madden and Summerall. Um, and, but it doesn't anymore. That's that's the whole point. Right. But Robo, listen, Robo's great at what he does. He's yeah. very popular. He's going to make himself a lot of money, and I we'll know. see if he makes the cut this weekend. Crazy. And if he does, you'll see Boomer Nance out in Chicago as the Hello, Vikings friends. take on the Bears. That's exactly right. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this uh, Friday morning uh, on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, don't miss Spence Jr. First quarter tomorrow at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Order now live on pay-per-view. Also available on the Fox Sports app. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. we got NFL picks here coming up momentarily, Taz. As you have done I'm a ready. very nice job with your college picks and your NFL picks to start the years. We're at week four. Uh, the Thursday night game went... Wow. Uh, Went the Eagles' way. We were both on the Packers yesterday, but that didn't count in the record books. But uh, I got a rally in that one too. Further behind in the NFL, so today is where I make my stand. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I think you will. I, I Maybe. have confidence in you. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I um, I don't. I'm, you know me. I'm Run humble. Very... I don't want to brag. I yeah. just, I, I am. You know, doing great with all the picks. So. You are. You're doing fantastic. Last week we were both two and one, uh, but uh, so far this year you're seven and two. Well, if you want to go, if you want to know why, Moose, I could tell you kind of, yeah. you're kind of irking that. Not irking. You're trying to itch, itch it to get at me to tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's, 
it's my gut instinct. It's my, uh, you know, it's just my feel. Um, yeah. Should call today. Head on out to Vegas. <laughs> There you go. All right. Well just, said. Yeah, it's just my face. Deep my analysis. Face. Let's wow. head out to Jersey. It's oh. our friend of the show. It's John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. Uh, Mr. Patriot here on Taz and the Moose. And Mr. Bill is Taz. So Pat, uh, Taz and John go mano <laughs> mano this weekend as we got Pats and Bills up there in Orchard Park. Good morning, Johnny. How are you? I'm good, Moose. What's up, brother? What's going on? Big John, what are I, you I doing? I am actually here? driving up to Buffalo right now, man. We're ready to go. Are you on the uh, New York State Thruway? Uh, we'll be getting there shortly. Now I'm sitting on the Garden State Parkway. in a, a It's a parking lot right now, so have fun with that. <laughs> um... <laughs> So are you solo Jones or you have a guest? No, I am. Uh, we'll be meeting a few friends up there uh, for the weekend, doing a little uh, little horse racing, simulcasting at Finger Lakes for oh, a couple big days. Big day at Belmont tomorrow. There we go. That's right. There we go. Uh, the boys are at it. A little Mark Malusa's uh, Monzo podcast on the way up. That's it. Wow. Later on to the half. Subtle plug. How about that? Look at that. A little plug for the moose. That's yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. Checks in the mail, Johnny. <laughs> what do you think about this weekend's game? I am very worried about the game. I mean, uh, I think the Pats are banged up, I think, especially the offensive line. And I think the Bills' defense is a little better than people give it credit for. Um, I think Josh Allen might have a bit of trouble with our defense. But I'm expecting a close game, a good game, and, you know, we shall see, brother. It's all hands on deck this weekend. Big game, big game. Now, how do you handle, because how do you handle the parking lot scenario, being a (laughs) Patriot fan? And knowing how rabid uh, the Bill fan is up there in Orchard Park, how do you well, handle that? Do you go, you know, hat down right into the stadium, or are yeah. you partying with the Bills fans? Well, uh, actually, two of my friends that I am meeting live up um, in that area, and they are very big Bill fans. So I will be tailgating with them. Oh, so you got some cover. Be careful. Yes, a, a, a bit of cover. You got to, you know, try to, you know. <laughs> yeah, hold I'm going to go into enemy territory by myself. Well, yeah, but that's not going to help you. You're going to be wearing this triple yeah, extra large. My Brady jersey, Brady yeah, hat. See, I'm ready to go, man. You're wearing your Brady stuff. There's going to be a problem. Be careful in the parking lot, John. <laughs> just really, you got to be careful. My advice, John, telling... would be to kill a Bills fan right when you get there. Just send right. a message nice. to the rest of right. the, the And group. spread the blood on your face. Yeah. John, that and was just Andrew walking around the parking lot. <laughs> yes. AB wishing you to murder someone, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just yeah, suggesting, not wishing. And well, if, if you do that, yeah, take video. Send it to Mikey B, and we'll put it on the IG. Or you could go to a Buffalo oh, butcher, get some blood, some pig's blood, and just pour <laughs> it over the top of you. That's no one will come near you. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> like, well, that Patriots fan, let's whoop his ass. No, he's not. Still, he's full of blood. He's like Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Remember Carrie? Yes. Carrie. What is that? Oh, 72? Hopefully it will not be that. It is 72, yeah. But we we shall see. Yeah, hopefully there's all no right. physicality. Well, but, John, uh, safe travels, yeah. all right? Of course, man. You Enjoy think the, the game. Enjoy well, the no, game. no. Hold on a second. Why? You think the Bills win or the Pats win, John? I think the Pats 20 to 17. I can't pick the Bills. I mean, come on. <laughs> Let's go Pats. 20 to 17. Twin, Johnny. Wow. Thanks a lot. Go Pats! All right, 20 John, to 17. It. Close game. Yeah, I know. He's nervous. Good game. It's nice to hear a Patriot fan's a little nervous. I like that. He is. I like that. A little nervous. I still think he's a kind of a work, uh, as far as a worked Pats fan. I, oh, I still no, no, no. He's a huge no. Jersey guy, man. He's, He's been calling me. Guy. He was calling me uh, when I was working overnights at the fan. I've uh, for like eleven years. I talked to John. Oh, he's Mister Patriot, dude. 
Really? Oh, oh, right. well, yes. you, yeah. oh my God. And then if you stoke the fires with him, he gets angry, Patriot. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a good-hearted guy, but he is Mr. Patriot. He'll defend All Belichick right. and Brady that. basically to his grave. That's tremendous. <laughs> wow, look who just walked in. Yes. I was here earlier suggesting hey, murder, but whatever. The, That's true. Here's Why your report. the bit? Always. Bit killer. What up, Andrew? Your, hey, Moose. Thanks so much. Here's your report. Good luck with Fordham play-by-play play tomorrow. Thank you. One o'clock. One o'clock. Can we all hear it? Uh, the Patriot League Network. Uh, Patriot slash, League Network slash www.patriotleague.com, yeah, uh, I think. But it, it's also slash stadium? stadium. Stadium, which is a, uh, a streaming app. Stadium. But Segley will tweet out the link. I got to listen to both. Play-by-play on the right? internet? Yeah. Shut up, Zach. Uh, it, the, the Patriot League Network actually is really good. I've used to subscribe to it. Of course, so, right. I, yeah, so it actually is very good. And you're right. It's what's, you, you can get it on, on Stadium there now. It, used to, it didn't used to be like that. It used to just be Patriot Network. It's own thing, yeah. Right. But, uh, and it's still good. So anybody who wants to listen to Andrew Bogish tomorrow at 1 o'clock, sharp. from Fordham University, <laughs> women's <laughs> basketball. That's messed up. That's not right that he did that. It really no, is. Zach, just, it's just wrong. Just cold. So many fronts. Well, making fun of your career. Play quick. by play on the internet? And your impact. I saw you. Well, he's stuck in a dungeon making <laughs> commercials for Joe and Evan. That's on true. WFAN. We're None. doing the three. Can't say Saquon. You're all doing Saquon. the three. That's true. All know. doing the three. You know, he does do he does imaging for this show, too. It's That's not just for other the shows. the lone good news for him. Why has it always got to be the fan, right? Always with you. So, right, that, right, Moose. Always wow. got to be the fan. Andrew Bogus. Always got to be the fan. Loves the fan. But yet he's all over CBS Sports Radio. But he's always chirping the fan, the fan, well, the, fan the fan, the fan, the fan. the campgrounds was, uh, is on their Marconi list. Mm. You love the fan. You got to mention the fan stuff Here's all the, the problem. time. Oh, my God. Yes, I oh, my God. I was not complimenting Zach for having to make... Commercials. You were minimizing WFAN. his career yes. and his life. Thank you. Thank Good you, Josh. You got that. And Good well life. done, Andrew. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you were minimizing his career. And yeah, his life. that's what I was doing. Here's your report. It's sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I just always tell them, ain't nobody f-ing with us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Aaron Rodgers had never done this before. Shotgun for Rodgers. Two receivers right. Rodgers looks that way. Throws. Popped up in the air. Intercepted. Nigel Bradham's got it off the ricochet, and Bradham is dropped down at the 21. Eye and Eagle on Westwood 1. Linebacker Nigel Bradham catching the deflection of teammate Craig James, locking in a 34-27 Eagle win at Lambeau. It's the first, apparently, career INT for Rodgers from inside the three-yard line. Philly took the lead for good early fourth quarter on running back Jordan Howard's third score of the night. They know I'm on tonight. My hips don't lie and I'm starting to feel it's right. The attraction, the tension. To see, baby, this is perfection. She's doing uh, the game, the Super Bowl? Yeah, with J-Lo. Is that the girl? Shakira, yeah. Yeah, with J-Lo. Oh, both of them, right? Oh, what a coincidence. Correct. Yes. Yes, they are the ha- officially the halftime show. Is that why you played show. that bit? It is, yes. Oh. Didn't they announce it, it early? There was reports like two weeks ago that J-Lo was about to say yes. Yesterday but was the I, official I announcement. Swore, maybe I'm wrong. Tess, don't you remember us discussing this like later on in the year? Yeah, you're right. Oh, you, you mean I, early I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm off. I, I, thought, I thought it was like... I could have yeah, swore it was later on in fall yeah, that I they made thought this was, announcement. I always thought it was during like later during the season once you get... Yeah. Towards the playoffs, this we is, talked about this. 
little bit. I, I, I do remember that. Well, last year we, we discussed it because we were ripping the selection. Who was it last year? Maroon 5? M- yes, Maroon 5. We were ripping the selection, and you know their halftime show wasn't all that great. But I just re- I was like, wait, they're, ex- they're announcing the halftime show already? We haven't even, we're not even through four weeks in the NFL. Yeah. I could have swore. Maybe I'm wrong, but I could have sworn it was later. I guess they're trying to just get some kind when of When did they announce problem. Maroon 5 last I'm year? I'm Googling now. You're Googling now. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're up can't to, find you're Googling. it. Okay. I'll look for we it. We have teams that could do It was that during point. January, but I have to read this article. There was something that was going on why they announced it later. So I think last year may have been later than well, usual. Well, I think last year was no one wanted to do it, remember? I think part of it was people were asking out because of their Colin Kaepernick. That's correct. So that's Stance. why this year feels early, just because last year was, was late. so yeah. late. Okay. All right. I, Thank you. Oh. This is when I talk again? Yes. Uh, where were we? No, unless oh, you right. enjoy dead air. <laughs> That's for the game last night. The Packers scored the first 10 points of the game, then erased an eight-point hole, but then couldn't stay unbeaten. And now they've got their fingers crossed that Devontae Adams' toe injury is not too bad. Adams did not finish the game. Jaguars corner Jalen Ramsey said on a podcast yesterday his trade request stands, but Ramsey seems okay with continuing to play for Jacksonville in the meantime. He is still away with his family following the birth of his daughter. The Chargers will not have running back Melvin Gordon back Sunday in Miami, by all accounts. His holdout ending just yesterday. And they may be thin at receiver with Mike Williams not having practice yet this week with back troubles. And Travis Benjamin's already out with a hip injury. The Houston Astros failed to clinch home field through the ALCS last night, losing in 12 and Anaheim 4-3. Shortstop Carlos Correa will not play the rest of the regular season to get his nagging back ready for the playoffs. The A's a 3-1 win in Seattle, reducing their magic number for clinching a wild card to just one. Cleveland falls two games behind idle Tampa Bay for the last spot with an 8-0 loss at the White Sox. And Lakers forward Kyle Kuzma is out till at least mid-October with a stress reaction in his left foot, suffered this summer with Team USA. Kuzma gets an MRI when the Lakers are back from their preseason trip to China in roughly three weeks. Boys? Uh, good luck tomorrow. Have a good broadcast. We'll Thank you. You too. Them. I'll be watching and listening. I appreciate that. I look forward to your text. Taz and the Moose NFL picks. Week four. They come your way next. Thank you. On a Friday morning right here. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the, to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from Bob in Michigan. Let me hear your NFL picks now. Well, Bobby, hold on a second. Right. We'll get to you here. Uh, we all love demands. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. So a little bit of a reset here. When you look at the National Football League, as we were counting Taz before, uh, coming off a uh, – uh, a good week, two and one last week for the season. Hot as uh, firecrackers. We mentioned last week, seven and two on the year. I've got a rally. I am three and six. That is brutal. Two and one winning week last week. Uh, so we've got to keep it going. Let's get to it. Week four, NFL go. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes. Just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. It's now time for the Taz and Moose NFL picks. The three picks you need to know. <laughs> 
right. All right, there we go. Taz, dealer's choice as you were in the college. You led the way. You want to lead the way in the NFL, or you want me to go first? Your uh, choice. Uh, your dealer's call. choice. I'll take the lead again on this one. There um, you go. I'm going to go uh, your Redskins against the New York Giants. So, uh, Giants obviously have their new quarterback that's locked in plays. DJ, you know, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Dimes Jones, whatever you want to call the kid. It looks to be pretty, pretty good. Duke Blue, Blue Devil himself. We'll see what happens. They don't have their great running back. Barkley's out, obviously, uh, with the low leg injury. So, you know, we know we've talked about it a lot. We understand how bad the defense is of the Giants, but we also understand how bad the Moose's Redskins are flat oh, out. Terrible. You know, so uh, hence why uh, they're, they're an underdog in this game. They're, they're minus three. Um, um, a plus three, I should say, the Redskins are. I feel this is the bottom line for me. The G-Man at home, okay, they're going to win, and they're going to cover. So they're going to cover the minus three. So give me the Giants in this game. Uh, you can, it should be a bigger line. You should give, the, give the Redskins ten. Oh, ten. No, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> Not ten. But you'll lay the field goal. I'll leave the field goal. Yeah. All right, and you'll take the Giants. Let's pick yes. one for you. For you. Yep. Pick one for me. Monday night was good last week for me. I'm going to go back to Monday night, and then I'll pick a couple games on Sunday. I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm going to lay the four at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, two 0-3 teams. Uh, the Steelers now coming back east after the West Coast lost last week in which they did not take advantage of 549 or turnovers, a game that they really conceivably should have won. They believe they could turn the season around. If they're going to do it, it's got to start Monday night at home at Heinz Field. Uh, I would imagine Mason Rudolph plays better. Cincinnati showed you a little bit of, uh, you know, a, a little bit of backbone in that second half last week against Buffalo. Uh, their rally cost me a cover in a 3-0 week last week. Uh, I'm going back to that well again. I'm going to take the Steelers Monday night, lay the four. That's pick one for me. All right, all right. So I'm going to go uh, Sunday afternoon game, 4.05 p.m. Eastern. We have uh, the Rams, L.A. Rams at home, and they got the Buccaneers coming to town. Uh, the Rams are minus nine and a half. Uh, listen, I think you got you got Jared Goff, who's just looking pretty good this year. Gurley, Woods, you got just a weapon after weapon after weapon on the team, along with Aaron Donald on that defensive front for uh, just a powerful, awesome defense. The Rams have they're my fantasy team defense, by the way. Just a side note. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big big fan of, of their defense with with Aaron Donald leading the, the, the charge there. But like I was saying. I really feel like um, I really feel offensively it's just too much. I understand it's nine and a half. It's a big spread that the Bucks are getting. It don't matter. Rams are home. I feel they cover. Uh, they're going to eat the Buccaneers up. Um, never been a huge fan of Jameis Winston. They're one and two for a reason. The Buccaneers. I, I just this is nine and a half. They're going to cover. Rams. I'll take the Rams all the way. Uh, give the Bucks nine and a half. Give them ten. Hell, give them ten. <laughs> So that's my pick. You see, like the Rams laying the points against Tampa Bay back right. home uh, against Jameis and the guys. All right, I'm going to go down to Atlanta. The Falcons are desperate. Uh, losing Neal in that secondary certainly is going to hurt back-to-back years. Now a torn Achilles, I believe last year was torn ACL. Uh, that certainly hurts Dan Quinn's team. Pressure's on him. He's got to win this year. Disappointment a year ago. They welcome in a Tennessee Titan team where you heard their talented tight end call him out earlier in the week. Now Atlanta's desperate. I think they play desperate. Uh, they played much better in the second half last week in Indianapolis against the Colts to no avail. The Colts put together a drive and cemented home that victory. Atlanta comes back home. They're laying four. I'm going to lay that four. Give me the Falcons. Ryan plays well. Jones plays well. They're able to run it officially enough. 
I don't think I don't think Mariota can not turn the football over. Give me the Falcons laying four to get themselves to the 500 mark at two and two. Uh, that's pick two for me. Right, that's a good pick. I like that, Moose. Uh, we got Sunday night action, 8.20 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be in uh, the lovely Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana, as the Saints host the Dallas Cowboys, the 3-0 and big Dallas game. Cowboys. Very big game. Hell of an NFC matchup for sure. If Drew Brees was in this game for the Saints, it'd be even bigger. But guess what? If my aunt had you-know-what, she'd be my uncle. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, so so my point is, there's no Drew Brees. So, uh, you know, Dallas is laying two and a half. Uh, you know, it's very rare. I'm loose. You would know better than me. I don't know the last time the Saints were an underdog at home. Oh, it's got to be wild. That's what I'm saying. So Maybe the days of Bobby A. Bear. Oh, wow. Jeez. Bobby A. Bear. I didn't remember him. He went to Tulane. Uh, you might be right. I don't know what college you went to. I think Bobby Abert. How do you spell his last name? Abert. H-E-B-E-R-T. For our research team. I'm pretty sure he went to Tulane. I'm just, uh, anyway, so uh, uh, why do I keep thinking that? Green Wave Jones. So, I'm I got sorry, 3-0. Three three All right, no problem. So, 3-0 Cowboys, 2-1 Saints. Uh, listen, Dow's cover. Dow's covers, um, you know, in, in that tough Superdome, I understand that. Bridgewater's been playing better. I know that. But um, I, I'm sorry. Two and a half. I think Dallas Cowboys cover. I'll take Dallas all the way in this. All right. You're going to lay the two and a half. Yeah. A Northwestern State University for Bobby. Bobby Evans. Why I thought Tulane. No. Oh, good. I had no, no idea. Oh, sorry, wait. Real quick before you give your pick. I think he played in the USFL for one of the franchises in Louisiana. Ah, you are correct. I think that's what it was. No, you are correct. He did play in the USFL. There you go. You, uh, he did play in, the, uh, in that league. I don't All remember right. for what team, but whatever. Pick three for me. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. It's not a game that I love. I had a hard time finding that third game. I'm going to lay the six and a half. It's under a touchdown now. The Raiders on the road. I believe in Brissett. I think they're a sound team. Reich, as Taz and I talked about earlier on, uh, has done a hell of a job coaching that team up. And they are a talented bunch. Defensively, Taz, the offensive line is very good. And it seems like the Raiders are just kind of a rudderless mess right now. Do they not? Cars yeah. turning the football over. They don't really have any sort of identity on either side of the football. What exactly do the Raiders do anything great? Um, they don't really do anything great. And and that's honestly kind of a that kind of a problem. You look at that Colt team, that might not be dynamic and, and Hilton injury certainly does hurt, but Brissett's going to play clean. They've changed the offense around to make uh, use of his mobility. I know the defense can do some things as well. Offensive line is rock solid. My third and final pick, I'm going to take the Colts. It's under a touchdown now. A little bit of love for the Raiders. I'm going to lay the six and a half. That is pick three for me. All right. Well, Who didn't touch the Bills-Pats game? I, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm being honest. Why, I'm just showing why my, are you afraid? I, I don't want to. I just don't. I thought I don't for want, sure. We've no. been talking about that game all week long. I, I thought for sure one of those picks was going to be the Bills and Pats. Oh, I thought for that. sure. I thought you how were going to pick how do you, No, 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 no. That's, no that, that's your team. You're 3-0 and oh, Buffalo. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I just. I don't. I feel. I don't want to jinx nothing. I got you. I, maybe that's why. I mean, I'm a little supersti- superstitious. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just nervous. Yeah, and I have oh. a oh, 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 look who it is. This is a blast from the past. Bawami, he's back. The Washington Redskins stink. That's why I'm taking the Giants minus two and a half, minus three, minus 14 over the Washington Redskins this Sunday. 
As you must. Wow, look at that. Bawami, it's been a while since we've heard him. He's dead on correct. The Redskins do stink. He sounded more Brooklynese than ever. (laughs) Yes, and he's done a little bit of an altered line. He's telling you to lay 14, buy it up. You get even better odds if you do that. Walk into any sports book and you can buy up the spread. and They call it an adjusted line in the trade, and you get even bigger odds. So he would lay two and a half, he would lay three, and he would even lay 14. But he loves the Giants this week. You and Bowami are on the same page, Taz. (sighs) Which often isn't the case. Yeah. And Bowami ended his run here. Last time we heard from him, it was a little bit of a cold streak. Yeah, he sucked. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear more of Bawami, he's on the Taz Show sometimes. Uh, yes. Podcast. Yeah. I know. That's I've heard. We borrowed it from your intellectual property. Was... Yes. I, Thank you. We, yes, we went down that road before. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, good show, Mike. Pete across the way. Bogus with the updates. Taz, good stuff, brother. Good you luck too, Sunday. Sir. Enjoy that Bills game. Yes, enjoy the um, games, everyone. You got it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Make sure to download that podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. Have a wonderful weekend. Till Monday, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.